Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. It's Paige. Guess what? The Moms Organization Motivation is now on YouTube. So if you've ever been curious what I look like when I do all my hand talking when I'm recording my podcast episodes, or if maybe you're just really here for the before and after transformation pics and videos when I am working on my own home or working with my clients, now's your chance to see it. Of course, there are also going to be plenty of three E's reminders, and I'm sure the occasional outtakes. So head over to everythingwithstyle.com and you can find a YouTube icon there to click on, on any of the pages at the bottom. You can go to YouTube and you can actually search up the mom's organization motivation with Paige Killian. You can go to the show notes in all of these episodes and click the link there, or you can find me at everything with style mom on Instagram and check out my profile. There's going to be a link that'll take you directly to it there as well. Lots of different ways to get there, but the point is you got to check it out. I hope you'll subscribe and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Enjoy today's episode, and I'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game-changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I'm super excited to be joined today by a guest who connected with me through email. Yay, tech. You guys know I can't stand it. I'm terrible at it. I'm super grateful, very thankful that this lovely lady, Jessica Velasquez, 
slid right into my emails and said, Hey, I like what you're talking about on the podcast. And I think that we should have a conversation about some of these things that I feel really similarly about. So she made mention of a couple episodes. I'll tell you about in just a second, but I want to welcome Jessica. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I am honored. The pleasure is all mine because I have looked back at some of the things that you talk about. I've listened to some other podcasts that you've been on, and I love the stuff that you are putting out. First, before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? And don't forget that part about having five kids. Oh my goodness. I already told her, you guys, I bow down. Amazing. Um, Paige, I'm an interior designer. I'm a certified interior designer. I'm a mom of five. Amazing. Um, my baby 17. And I call myself the first home design specialist because I have a passion for working with first-time homeowners, primarily those who have big dreams and small pockets, because I want to solve their beliefs that they can't afford it and just do it in a way that you know, they strategize their dreams, they stage them in ways that fit their budget and their timeline. I, and I always tell that first-time homeowners have the same dreams that those who are upgrading their homes do. The only thing that changed is probably their budget, but the dreams are still the same. So I'm on this mission to help them tackle those dreams in ways that they feel comfortable, in ways that they feel, okay, I can do this. And they love their home now, not when they finally get their forever home, but now. I love that. That's so great. Yes, you guys, she has a weekly Instagram show called My Very First Home. And that was super important to me that we talked about because as a lot of you know, we have finally moved into a home that we own now and we brought over furniture and some of our previous style from being married. You know, we've now been married 15 years. So before we got here, we'd been married 14 years and we had some of the same furniture and stuff that we bought when we were first married and we were renting a home. And so when I heard that Jessica was doing this and she was talking about these things, I thought, I need this. <laughs> I have my moments, Jessica, where I feel like I have a pretty good eye for things. And then other times I look at this stuff I have and I'm like, she got to go. <laughs> like, she we does not. Do. Yeah. I'm like, she oh. does not have a place in this home anymore. And the thing is, this episode is actually going to be airing right before Thanksgiving. So if you guys are listening right now uh, in real time, thank you very much. And I wanted to just make mention of this now that. So often I think Thanksgiving time is really a time for reflection. Jessica and I were talking about that. We really sort of reflect on what's been going on the year prior to and heaven help us all. We have gone through all of this crazy COVIDness, And I think that it has really shown us some blessings. I think that it has really had us kind of uh, doing some soul searching and looking deep as to what is really, truly important. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk specifically about today is balancing style and budget, because Jessica did mention that, you know, you may have some feelings about what your style is, but you may think, oh, I can't achieve that because I don't have the money for it. 
one of the things that she said whenever she was emailing me was that she really liked two specific episodes that I did episode 75 and 76. I wanted to mention this because Jessica, I would love if you want to elaborate on this too. So episode 75 was called use what you have. And I talked a lot in that one about how, when you say, you know, I just, I don't have the money for that. Jessica has some really great, smart, practical thoughts on that and how we can even shop our homes, which brings me to episode 76 that I did called stop overbuying. Because one of the things Jessica says too, is that people may take advantage of those sales, but they do it without the vision for sort of the long-term, how that's really going to go into their home and work for them. And so sometimes people might see something that looks really great at the moment and what a great price, but they're not really seeing the big picture. And that is where Jessica, the certified interior designer comes in, which I think is so amazing. And so I really want to talk about that today. And, um, and also something that she really believes in, which is something I believe in. And that is sort of intentional joy and really being appreciative for what you have and making sure that you're, I'm looking at you, Jessica, don't you think like intentional joy, it's so much about being grateful and thankful for what you have and then sort of making the rest work. And that's what you're going to help us with today. And I think the key word is being intentional because all of us want to be, to have joy. I, you can't find anyone to know I don't want to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to come home and feel good about where they live. But the key word is intentional. If, if we act with intention every day, even if that small step, intentional step takes us, you know, just one step ahead, that's okay. But if we stay in the here thinking, oh, I wish, I dream, I pin, if we just talk about those things and not take action in a year from now, we're still going to be there. Oh yes. Ooh, the burn of having these hopes and dreams. And then a year goes by and you're like, what? I'm still kind of in the same place. I love that so much, Jessica, because on other episodes I've talked about specifically, actually, we should, we should start here. In episode seven, I called it the essential purge because in getting organized, I talk about my three E's and the first one, the essential, I really think is getting rid of anything that's not serving you. Or as you mentioned, you know, sort of finding a new place for them and, and almost having fresh eyes, maybe somebody come in, even if it's a friend or actually an organizer or an interior designer who really can see what you already have and sort of work with that to really get to the place you need. So um, I talk about on that episode, shooting for 1% better. So when you say just one step, it doesn't, you don't have to redo your whole home today, right? That's overwhelming and stressful. So the thing is that a lot of homeowners believe that they, they're not good at decorating and, or they can't afford it. Or this is not my forever home, or I have small children, so I really can't do anything. So those beliefs keeps us keep us from, from taking action. And we need to just take one step at a time. If you don't feel that you're good at decorating, just tackle one wall, just one wall, one corner. I know that when we take that action and we come into our home and we look at that wall, it's going to reinforce the fact that, okay, I love this. I'm going to, I'm going to have the courage to do one more or one corner. And as we keep going and and progressing, that feeling that you love it will motivate you to take action. And, and, uh, you know, simple 
principles for styling, keep your background neutral. Like you have beautiful neutral walls and that is key because it's going to help you bring any color. And if you just want to restyle, if you want to refresh your home, you don't have to change everything. All you have to do is change the smaller accessories like you know pillows or drapes or artwork or an accent chair but keep the bigger items neutral because then it will give you the right background to come and refresh i would say if if you're talking about styling after everything is organized because i strongly believe that it has to be organized first it hey hey <laughs> can we say that again i love that i yes. love that well, you got to organize first it, i have seen it i and, and i have you know, people talking about buying the beautiful couch or mm -hmm. the stylish wallpaper, it's not going to show behind the clutter. It will never show because it, we're going to come and it's going to be visually cluttered and visually disorganized. And you rather have a place that is organized and not and forgo the wallpaper or the artwork but have it clean and organized and working for you. So that would be the first step. That would be the first step. And we talked about uh, shopping our home because we have things that we can use. If we have the right neutral background, we can bring in the pillows from the bedroom. And I do that. I, I, you know, I seasons change and I bring the pillows that I had in my bed and I move the ones I had on my couch and I bring it to my bedroom or the one in my family room because I I rotate them and I just I'm very key as to what I'm buying because I want to be able to restyle without having to invest in more things and, and that's very easy to do there's some simple things that we can all have to style our home and, and we're talking about styling not the bringing you know choosing the couch or the dining room or the bedroom set but just little things that will help you restyle your home and I talk about artwork pillows trays books boxes and use your personality use what you already have into your home feel brave to just if if you love something that your child painted why not frame it put it up on your walls why why did that just give me chills that was so sweet yes frame it it's almost like you take that precious memory and you sort of elevate the style a little bit when you put a little frame and then throw in a a white mat for good measure or something. And all of a sudden it becomes really a work of art. And talk about your kid feeling happy yes. that his or her mom put up their work up on their walls. Talk about just that. Okay. And that I do want to say, may, may I stop you and say, having five kids and you talked about, you do not have to forego style when you have littles and with this being called the mom's organization motivation, so many people who are listening, do you have little kids and they think, Oh, I am not going to invest in something right now, especially when, are you guys hearing when Jessica says neutrals and you think I can't keep a neutral clean, there's stuff everywhere. There's blah, blah, blah. You know, can you just speak to needs and how you feel about that, especially for the busy mom with littles who's listening right now? Let me get you a clear example for needs. I was designing the home of a first-time homeowner. Beautiful home. They had a walk-in uh, basement, walk-out basement, sorry, and an office. So you parked the car. There was a suite for the, it could be a guest room, but it was intended to be an office. Go up a flight of stairs, main room, and then bedrooms upstairs. In her mind, that was going to be her office. But she had two little kids, two and four. And I talked to her, you know, when are you going to be comfortable 
working downstairs and your kids playing upstairs? And she's like, no, I have to be watching them. So that office downstairs, it could be intended to be that. It sounds really good for me as a mom of teenagers and adult kids. That would be heaven because I would be in a very quiet, private place. My clients could come in. That would be perfect, but not for a young mom. And, and talk about this particular situation. She doesn't feel comfortable. So forget about what the house is intended, the room is intended to do. Follow your needs and look up uh, after what you really need first. And once you've defined your lifestyle, then go after the style and budget it all in. But when we go after style first and then try to fit the style in our lifestyle, that's when it doesn't work because you're going to have a room that looks really good. Oh, it's very stylish, but does it serve your family? Does it support your needs? If you're a mom who doesn't like to entertain, you don't need to have a lot of seating in your, in your living room. If you're a mom that loves to cook with their kids, then you need a kitchen that helps you have that vision of your life that supports that, that those family activities. I could go on and on, but it has to be lifestyle first and then the style and we budget it, but it has to be a dance. If you miss one of the three, then you're, you're heading right into design frustration because it won't work for you or you went over budget and you spent more than what you need. You didn't, you didn't get to buy what you really needed or it really doesn't fill your soul because it's not your style. It doesn't, speak about you. It doesn't show your personality. So it really has to be those three. That's such a smart example. That makes so much sense because just like you said, and it kind of brings us back to that intentional joy as well. It's like, whoa, mom's got an office. Hey, this is going to be perfect. And then suddenly you're like, oh shoot, I'm not near my little kids, this is not going to work for me. So what's going to happen? You're going to have this awesome, beautiful workspace that you've styled downstairs. And then you're sitting up on the living room couch because they need to watch Bluey, you know, on TV. We love Bluey. Okay. So you need to be a hundred percent. Yes. And they're running around with their little snap cups and their sippy cups. And, and you're sitting there trying to balance your laptop on your lap because you don't have a proper you know, workspace set up up there. And can I just reveal to you, Jessica, what we are zooming on right now? I went to my fave Target. I went to good old Target and I got a rolling cart. Look, I'm going to move you around. See that you guys, (laughs) I have this upstairs in my bedroom. I have a $30 rolling cart from Target that I assembled in about eight minutes. And I took a TV tray from Ikea, popped it on top to elevate it. I have my laptop. I have my little notepad and pencil. I have my blue Yeti microphone and I'm going to, I just got to say, I am recording this whole, you know, award-winning podcast, you guys from a rolling cart and a TV tray. The reason I did that is because I thought about my needs and I thought, my husband during COVID needed the home office. I don't need that. So I have this beautiful gray, cozy, awesome chair that I got from home goods. Look, I'm showing, I'm showing Jessica. This was my, from the $5 bin at Target, my white faux fur little pillow, right? For my style. So it's, it's a little bit of fancy and luxury with 
my Ikea, you know, <laughs> tray on my shopping cart because that's what I needed. And it fitted, fit my budget. And I literally can just roll it away in the corner of my bedroom behind my pretty chair. And then I have my bedroom. So that is what worked best for me. That was the need that I had. And I don't need to go set up in this office over here when that's not working for me. Not to mention, I got way better lighting in here. So now that I'm on YouTube, I really appreciate the natural light coming in. I'm not going to lie. And I can see your face brightening up when you show me your pillow and your chair because you love it. I do. You love it. And that's what we need to do when we realize that a space that we love brings that smile that you have on your face, that has to motivate us to take action. It has to. And I have talked to homeowners and say this really quick. I, I had a friend bought a home a year into her, you know, moving into her new home. I went in, she's a photographer. You think that I would come in and see all these beautiful photos because she's a really good photographer. Her walls were blank, white, nothing on the walls. And I asked her, why haven't you hung up anything on your walls? She was a bit embarrassed. I didn't mean to embarrass her, but I was like, you, why? And she's like, well, I'm waiting for the, you know, the, the perfect frames and, and the right photos. And I said, don't, don't wait. You need, we need to take action. We can't wait for that perfect moment until we have it all figured out, until we have the perfect budget. We need to treat ourselves. These, these homes where we live in, need to bring the joy that you just expressed showing me the pillow. And that's just a little thing. Now, imagine if we all had rooms that really speak to us, that really show our personality and support us. That's where we want to go. But it needs to be balanced. It needs you can't just be style. It needs to support our lifestyle and needs to be budgeted. Because when we think we can't afford it, we'll let time go by. One thing will be, I'm waiting for the perfect time. I'm waiting for the perfect budget. And it happened to me. So we need to budget our things. Even, even if it's just dividing our bedroom into stages that, okay, now I have, I have a thousand dollars and this is what I can afford today. And let's do that. And in six months, I'll have $500 or more. Fine. That's what we'll do. So we need to stage our dreams in doable and actionable um, steps. Other, if we wait until we have it all figured out and we have all the budget saved, it's not going to happen. And one year is going to turn into five years. And we're going to look back and say, I didn't really enjoy my home. I kept dreaming of what I wanted to have instead of taking action to make it happen and bridging the steps to get there. That's what it, it's also about being thankful for the home that we have now. And it's, it's, Acknowledging that, you know, the space that we have, cherishing the memories that we're creating there, and also taking action to bridge uh, the dreams to the reality intentionally, because it will change our days. It will. I know that it changes our mood. It changes our productivity. If, if you're a person that loves to bring friends in and you love to host and you're not doing it because you're embarrassed, that that space is not supporting you. It's not supporting your lifestyle. So we need to make changes that will fit our budget, our needs, and our lifestyle with intention. Wow. Wow. I mean, mic drop. It's so good. This is so good. It's true. It's so funny that you are bringing up examples that make so much sense to me. I mean, I just talked about how my home office cost me about 40 bucks and mm -hmm. I love it. 
it's perfect. I'm looking out. I have this incredible view of the mountains and the ocean and palm trees and all of this. And I'm on a rolling cart, girlfriend, and it works so beautifully. Okay. 40 bucks <laughs> and it is working just fine. And guess what? I don't have to clean it up because it's just this tiny little rolling cart. All right. Like it's, that is less stress for me. It is easy. It is simplified. It works so well. Then you talked about styling the walls with this gorgeous decor or, you know, these photos that bring you joy. And I have to tell you this story. So last Christmas we were here, this is our first, as we are first time home buyers and in my stairwell, Jessica, there's this, I don't know if alcove is the right thing. It's, it's almost like, if you imagine the largest, our ceilings go way up high and it has like the largest picture frame ever. It's a big square. It's a big open square. And I thought, oh my gosh, I want to do a gallery wall of our favorite pictures. So our sweet neighbor up the street, who is an amazing photographer. uh, We all went to get a Christmas tree together with her cute little boys and our kids. And she said, I'm going to take my camera and it'll just be beautiful. And because she's such an amazing photographer, she does just the color of everything is just so incredible. So she took all of these photos for us. And in my mind, right, this is my first time owning my home. And I'm like, I'm going to do this right. I want to take time. So I had gotten all of these frames that I like for some other pictures. My very sweet husband decided because he's great friends with them. And so he decided he was going to get sneaky. And of course, in my mind, I had this all mapped out. It's going to be all black and white photos. Cause that's very me. All right. Okay. I love the minimal, the simplistic. I love the, just the gorgeous effortless black and white. I love it. Right. So I had this plan, right. I had this vision for style in my home and I just knew what I wanted to do. But I wasn't jumping on it yet because I was like, I need to go get the frames. I need to go get. So one day we're at dinner and he makes a comment. He was like, hey, uh, I like the pictures, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's totally bringing this up because he knows what he's doing. Okay. And I'm oblivious. Totally no clue what he's doing here. I'm like, why are you talking about my picture frames? You've never shown any interest in picture frames before in your life. And he's I like, love where this is going. Yeah. You already <laughs> see it play out. He's like, where did you get the, the frames for those? picture. I mean, ridiculous. Right. And I'm like, actually, I got them from Michael's forever ago. Michael's arts and crafts store, very affordable. And he said, do you like those? And I said, yeah, I do. Cause I really like the white we're having this conversation. I'm thinking, wow, my husband and I look at us communicating effectively over dinner and talking about things that yeah. are really, the, you know, what I, I'm like, look at him taking an interest in things that I've put up in the home. No page, no page. He's trying to surprise you with something. Okay. Fast forward a month, Christmas morning, we walk down the stairs and this sweet man has gone behind my back, like a big fat liar. And he's totally instantly forgiven. And he and Kristen have worked together to do color color. I'm having, <laughs> please look in the background of what's happening in my home. It is very, I'm going to spin around. Cause now, you know, I'm just on a rolling cart. Look yeah. at my bedroom. Black and white. Gray, yeah. It is gray and white and neutral. And then we've got black and white up here in my bedroom. He had the most beautiful pictures, family pictures we have ever taken in our lives together, had them frame, went to Michael's honey. He got those frames. And he had them all just did the most beautiful job. Can I tell you, I walk up that staircase multiple times a day and I will stop and stare. And I think that was a sweet time. We had just moved into our home, you know, dumb, stupid COVID was trying to rob our joy. And it did not because we had this awesome family photo session. We have these beautiful pictures that are up 
in that gallery wall that looked so much better than the black and white ones that I had envisioned. They are colorful, they're vibrant. And I just thought, wow, I should have just trusted that he had some vision for style too. And they're so meaningful, you know, talk about joy. And I, I look back at that and I think that was a really sweet thing that he wow. did. It that, was. You know, like that was, that was love. And he did that for me and for us. And I'm so excited that I didn't hold on with a death grip and hold off and hold off and wait until it was perfect and get the black and white photos all done. And he had a friend of his who is like works in an art gallery or something and printed all of these gorgeous pictures that would have cost me a ton of money, had them all printed out. And then he framed them in these awesome Michael's frames that look great. And it's so sweet. Amazing. And, and there's several things. I mean, my, my mind is rushing, but you talk about frames and we talk about shopping our homes. Many of us may have frames that we're not using or, you know, we don't know what to do with it. Just use the frames and make a collage of photos. We talk about using your kids' drawings or artwork put them up on a frame. And if you're not, if you're afraid of curating a group of different photos and media, that's okay. Using the same frame, the same, if, you know, all white, for example, will tie in a collection of different drawings. They don't have to be the same or the same media. You just have to make something to, um, that makes it cohesive, like the same type of frame or the same color of mat and arrange them. And and I know that this will make your kids day (laughs) because they're going up the wall. I mean, up the stairs or into the hallway and they see their things up on the wall. And and so, and you also said something about style. We don't want homes that look like a catalog. We don't want a home that looks like it's a bedroom showroom, uh, you know, for, for headboards. We want homes that have our personality. And the best way of doing that is using what we have from our trips, from our kids, the things that we love. Let's not be afraid to show that in our homes. Otherwise, it, it can be stylish, but does it speak about who you are and does it show your personality? So that's all about style and, and having a vision and not buying things that it's because it's trending or it's because it, it looks good on someone else's page. It might look really good, but when we have a vision of what we really need and, and the feel that we want for this room, things start coming together. And, and if we plan it, again, the word budget, because when we think we can't afford it, then we're gonna stay there waiting for that perfect moment. Take action, one wall, one corner, it's all it takes, but it will help us just move forward for that next step. Totally. I do actually have to say that I've, I've got an episode that I'm thinking through that's called paralysis by analysis, because don't you think, I'm sure you see that all the time. And that's why they've called you in because they get stuck and you, you have kind of an idea. I like how you keep talking about, you know, pinning things. We have to get beyond the pin. (laughs) Let's make it happen in real life. And I also really love when you were talking about the frames, a couple things too, that um, I had this really sweet thing that my husband had given me for our first anniversary. And it had this for no fault of his, it was this cool thing that came and it was already framed. It was the thing on the inside that we loved that had special meaning, but the outside was this gold frame and not like the beautiful, gorgeous gold that you want to put in your home right now. It was like the old, you know, it just looked really dated. I I think I can see it. (laughs) Yeah. And so I painted it white and suddenly 
that thing that was on the inside, all of you, all of a sudden it just, it matched like the rest of the decor. It awesome. elevated it. It looked so nice. And now it sits in my laundry room. I had my, oh. my sweet handyman, Jeff actually mount a shelf in my laundry room. So I could put some things in there that were special to, again, just personalizing your space. And that frame, it was like, oh gosh, I'm not trying to hide this anymore. Now I get to actually display it because I really like the frame instead of going and buying a whole other one, which I could have just had it remounted, reframed, all of that. And I thought, I'm going to get some white chalk paint and see if this sticks. Cause I had no, you know, I wasn't attached to that actual frame anymore. It was just going to go in the garbage or it was going to get donated. And so, oh my gosh, it looked so much better. That was like the new, and I love that you put it in the laundry. We do laundry, we go into our pantries, we go into basement, those small spaces, they also deserve attention. And our homes, you talk about our homes giving us a hug when we come in. I love the visual. Our homes need to be, need to take care of us and they need to be part of our team. They need to have our back. And those are some things that, those are excellent examples of what we can do. Thank you. I'm going to show you, I'm holding up my notepad to show you that one of the things that I thought was so sweet that you wrote in the email to me, just initially connecting us is you said that I said something you really liked on the podcast, which is your space is precious. It really is. It really is. It's your home. It's where you live. It's where you spend the majority of your time. And I will tell you something else is that I just, you know, as I rolled my little desk cart around for you to see over my bed, there is a saying that my husband and I have said since we were dating, it was something that we said when we were growing up and it's, I love your guts. Who says I love your guts, but we had started saying that it was like a thing. And then when he proposed to me, he said, I love your guts. And on my wedding band on the inside, it says I L Y G for, I love your guts. So for a Christmas one year, I knew I wanted some sort of peace over our bedroom. And so actually I just looked up on Etsy and I tried to find like a cool neutral style again with the gray and white. What is it with me, Jessica? I don't know. Maybe one day I'll branch out and I'll have you come over and help me. But I really do like that. I love the simplicity. I love the calm. I'm such an anxious person. And so to have my home be very neutral and calming, I just really love it. And so I found this person who hand painted. I love your guts. And that's what's over our bed. And it's so special, but it also matches the style of the home and our personality. Yeah. I have to say something. Tell me. You just said the key word for, you know, having this, you, you, well, you didn't say the key word, but it's the intention is self-awareness. Oh, you said, I love a peaceful room. You are aware of the type of rooms that nurture your soul sure my needs right don't you think that's like what you talked about first with your needs yeah I need that that I I do have a a guy and and it has four keys to unlock the the self-care power of our homes and that one is the first self-awareness when we get to that space of self-awareness when we know that this this is a type of room that fills me and satisfies my needs we are getting places because for you with that, for other person, it would be, I need to see color. Mm-hmm. For another person would, would say, no, I want to see it very elegant or fun or whatever it is. We need to de- develop that self-awareness that helps us then choose things for our home or bring things or get rid of things. But 
that that self-awareness is key once we get there we, we then can take the next step which would be then to choose style but if we don't have that sense, sense of self-awareness of what really fills our soul and, and nurtures our day-to-day -day life everything else may not match and we're going to get frustrated well and that is not what we want that is we don't want it to take that turn even if there is some paralysis by analysis because we're trying to figure it out we don't want that to frustrate us right because we do want that home to reflect our personalities and our style and and really just be what we need and speaking of needs that was probably my husband's attempt to get some color in our home <laughs> I can like, tell you oh, stories about that. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. You know, it actually, we should note that. I mean, when you are living in a home with other people who perhaps are not the ones who are styling their space, it's very important to make sure that they have their needs met. And I will tell you that my husband is a giant. He is six foot six. He has a gigantic foot. You should see the shoe collection he's got in our closet, Jessica. It's hysterical. And so a lot of the stuff that we have in our home is quite large, quite oversized because he needs that to accommodate him. Can you imagine yeah. if I had in my home, this little settee couch? Um, no, I cannot. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful, but that would not fit our needs because bless him. My husband would not be able to fit comfortably. And, and that's, what's important in my home is I want people to come in and feel comfortable. We have two gigantic overstuffed, cozy couches. And we have our own guest bedroom now. And we have since had people come and crash with us. Guess where they sleep? They crash on these gigantic, cozy couches. Yes. And often, you know, my husband will be down there and then the kids, you know, they'll come home from their day, they'll finish their homework and they just want to chill on the couch for a little bit and relax. And they pile into those couches and we've got big, fluffy, cozy blankets to cuddle up with. We are movie lovers over here. So we love to pile on the couch and watch movies. And if we had how, you know, in my mind, I see my living room and our little sitting room being so much different because like you said, I would really love some elegance in there. And here's what I know that I can get to, I will eventually get to it right now. The needs of my family is more important. It fits the style of all of us and how we are right now. And it's budget friendly. I got them both from living spaces. One of them I've had for how long did I say I've been married? 15. Years? I've had one for 15 years and it's great. Yeah. So, and it was just a classic, I, I want to say olive green. It's definitely a neutral. It has gone through all of the different changing seasons with the different throw pillows and the different blankets. And you better believe I've got some fluffy, thick cable knit, white, uh, drapey, what are they called? Blankets on them right now. I throws on them, them right now. Yes. <laughs> a faux fur pillow, uh, white, of course, to chill out the green, but I don't have to worry about them spilling. It's that awesome microfiber. It works well for our house with kids. It is wearable. Perfect. The fact that it's 15 years later and it still has held up and it still looks great. I mean, and it works in the space. Yeah. So I just feel like the things you've shared us shared with us today are so important. And while there are some things that I know I'm not there yet necessarily. I feel like I've taken away a lot of just appreciation talking with you about what I have. And again, hello, Thanksgiving, like let's be thankful. Let's be thankful for what we have. Let's, let's stop overbuying because something is a good price. If we are not thinking about the vision and let's make sure it's really working for our family. Right? Yes. And, and when you said vision, you just reminded me that that is a pillar 
for any design project, whether it's a small refresh or a big remodel, when we have a vision of the end result, it grounds our decisions. Because if we buy things, we were chasing style and trending, you know, you know, new colors and things like that. And we forget about the vision. We start getting in trouble. We start buying things because they're on sale, because it's a good price. If we have a vision of the end result and you reverse engineer the process, then everything you're buying is working towards that vision because you know where you're heading. When we don't have a vision of that end result, we're going to be chasing, like I said, after things that look good and have good prices, but they don't work towards that end result. So that, that word is key. Have a vision and plan it. It's, it. We're not talking about the price tag. We're not talking about, oh, it has to be this trending style, you know, the latest color that, you know, Pantone chose, nothing like that. We're talking about rooms that serve you, rooms that show your personality, rooms that are within your budget. So you're not frustrated at the end that you spend more than what you needed and you didn't get to buy everything that you had to buy. So th again, that combination of balance, needs and style is key. And once we have that self-awareness, if we tackle it with intention, we will notice how this home will take care of us with, you know, everything that really make it brings us joy. Oh, that's so great. These are such smart points. And I love, again, how you mentioned that you don't have to do it everywhere. You can, you know, tackle a wall, like show your personality in one small space. And then I am a huge proponent of asking for help. So if you feel like you are stuck on the design call Jessica, number one, obviously, right? Or find somebody else in your area who can come in, even if it's just like a girlfriend that you can say, hey, will you be honest with me, right? Because that's what girlfriends are for, right? Will you be honest with me? When you walk in my home, what strikes you first? And what do you feel? Good, bad, ugly, just, just tell me the truth because I really do, you know, Jessica and Paige said that my home is precious and, you know, it should give it me a needs hug. needs to take care of me. Exactly, <laughs> needs to take care of me. And so, you know, how does it feel when you as a guest step into my home? I think that's a great place to start too, is just like somebody that you really trust and you're not going to take it personally if they really tell you. Um, and they're, they're probably going to be sweet about it. Hopefully, let's hope, let's hope. But tell you the truth too, because it's kind of nice to have some fresh eyes on it and certainly ask an expert in the field. If you do need help, hire help. I did this whole hiring help series. Cause I think sometimes as busy moms of littles, we feel like just because we can do some of these things feels like we have to do it all solo. No, ask for help, bring someone in because they can actually say, what is it that you love about your home? What is it that is bothering you? How can we pull from other places in your homes that you, you do love and really use what you have? And let's make this work for you. So um, I, I would love for you to tell people how they can connect with you so they can learn more about the things that you are talking about, the different steps that you take in making sure that your, your home is really serving you and you're loving it. Tell us where can we find you on Instagram and my very first home and where, you know, do you have a website? Talk to us about that. I do have a website. It's called interiors with an S interiors by Jessica.ca. The real fun happens on Instagram and it's again, interiors underscore by underscore Jessica. I have a weekly live. It's on Instagram and I just talk all things 
to empower homeowners to take action, whether it's, you know, gets of styling ideas or I bring in guests. We talk about all things that will usually affect decisions about decorating. I really want to empower people and give them the right tools so they feel, okay, I can do this. I can, if they, if you want to hire me, that's great too. But those little things we've talked about, what are the things you can do on your own from the comfort of your home in the privacy of your bedroom? I have some free guides. I have free guides to style your, your home, use the accessories correctly. We'll take you from different examples and guidelines, very specific ideas of what to fix. And I also have another guy that talks about the four keys to unlock the, the self-care power of your home, about joy and self-awareness and needs first and putting you into your room, into your spaces. So come hang out with me on Instagram. I love hearing from you. I love hearing your questions. I think uh, we can have fun. I love that. I'm already having fun already. Uh, I'm so excited to uh, be listening to as well on, on Instagram and hearing all of these amazing things. And, you know, one of the things I said to Jessica before we started, you guys have heard me say it on the show before is that what's personal is universal. It's so cool to hear other first time buyers talking about some things that are working or not working in their home. And then for Jessica to be able to shed some light on the subject and help them through that, that can totally help us in listening as well, because it can give you ideas. It can immediately make you think, wait a second. I did not even think about that. I could totally do that. Wait, I could do that today. I have that thing in the other room. I could just switch that out and boom. So I love that you're sharing your expertise um, for free. How kind and wonderful and generous of you. And I'm here for a guide. Yes, please guide me, sister friend, guide me. <laughs> I will follow you that. anywhere. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I, I really, really love what you're doing, motivating moms and to simplify their lives and organize it because that, like we said at the beginning, is the first step. Love it. Thank you so much. You are so kind. You are a bright light. So guys, if you are interested in checking out some of these things, I promise, promise you, I will drop all of her helpful links in the show notes. We'll have to get some little freebies in there too that you can immediately click on and go right over and get started. Uh, some little changes I think probably are gonna have big impact in their homes. So I, I love that you mentioned keeping it simple. Yes, we're gonna simplify all of that. And again, just thank you for sharing how to really balance needs and style and budget and all that kind of stuff uh, because I feel super empowered. And I've, I've already got some some thoughts swirling in my mind. Oh, good, good. Okay. Yay. Yay. I, and I hope to see that photo of your wall. Yes. I will send it to you ASAP. I definitely will. It's good. I think you're really yeah. going to appreciate it. He did a great job. Well, thank you again so much for being here today, Jessica. And I wish you well on all of the fun episodes that are upcoming for you um, on Instagram. I think that they're super helpful and exciting. So thank you for sharing your love of interior design and helping families start their homes. So they really love them. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. Thank all right. You. I will talk to you soon and please join me again next week for some organization motivation. You guys have a great week and make sure you're being extra thankful for the stuff that you've got in your home. It is going to serve you so well. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at 
Everything with Style Mom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.